Howdy, folks. Uh, welcome back to a, this is a special edition of the Texas Signal Signal cast. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Montoya-Coggins, and my father, State Representative Joe Desotel, who is part of the quorum break in the Democrats. I think he is currently in the cafeteria of the U.S. Capitol. Is that right, Dan? We're in a cafeteria in Longworth office building, one of the under three uh, House of Representatives office building between Cannon and Rayburn. Right. And so it seems like since the news broke, you guys have been consistently on national news talking about yeah. the, why you left the state of Texas. Um, and in the meantime, it looks like this morning Republicans voted to uh, arrest you guys if you were to show up back in the state. I was wondering what uh, your co colleagues think about that in terms of is that an incentive to come back? Um how well, was that playing it's with not, you? It's not an incentive, and it needs to really be clarified. I mean, it's, we aren't being arrested when you, when, in, the, in the normal sense of the term. When someone is, is arrested, you, you assume they get picked up, handcuffed, brought to jail, mugshot, and all the charged with a crime. None of that happens. It's a civil action where they're compelled, we are compelled to go back to the house. They go and say, oh, come on with me, we're going back to the house. How much force they are willing to use, we don't know, but uh, it's not where you uh, uh, arrest under the normal understanding of the word arrest when you are being charged with a crime. It's, it's, it's totally a civil civil action and not a criminal action. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems a, a bit ironic uh, given that this is a civil rights issue and it's mostly black and brown people who have left to protect the rights of their constituents, that they're using that, that type of terminology and threatening to uh, arrest you and compel you to come back to vote uh, or not even for you to vote, but so that they can vote to prevent other people from voting the way they did during the pandemic in, in the most convenient way possible. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they have no interest in our input, our ideas, our amendments that's all been disregarded. They have one one reason for wanting us to come back, and that is uh, get our warm bodies in there in order to, you know, uh, trample over civil rights of, of, us, of ourselves. Their constituents, our constituents, only to further the big lie that Trump is, is, is uh, still, still preaching. And they're following in lockstep with him, like he's the Pied Piper of some sort. Right. And so what, is, what are y'all plans there right now? I understand that y'all are trying to speak to federal legislators to try to get the For the People Act passed or some form of protections uh, for, for voting rights. That's exactly right. We are, I have a meeting in, uh, at 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock your time with Senator Cory Booker and at, uh, an hour later with Senator Chuck Schumer. And I'll be impressing upon both of those how important it is to, you know, lean on President Biden. That he needs to be a little tougher on this issue. He needs to be a little. I know he wants to do bipartisan things, but some things are so important that you get it done the best way you can get it done, or the only way you can get it done. So at some point, you know, we hope to meet with Senator Manchin and Senator from uh, Arizona as well. And say, look, we need to amend, if not get rid of the filibuster, we need to at least put it aside, on, you know, for certain important reasons. Hey, Representative, I saw that you also uh, spoke with uh, Lloyd Doggett and Mark Vesey. Did they have anything that they wanted to share? Because uh, the For the People Act already passed the House, and it's just, you know, obviously it, it didn't pass the Senate. Did they have anything to say? 
Well, they 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 thought that us being here was sent a very powerful message to the senators, to the president. They urged us to to urge the president and the senators to move on this uh, issue and to and for the, the president to be a, a push harder on the issue of uh, voter uh, voter suppression and ending this voter suppression and getting House Bill One and and the uh, John Lewis Act you know, passed in the Senate. So, you know, we have sort of a twofold purpose for being here. One is to, to kill that legislation in Texas uh, uh, and also to convince the U.S. Senate to pass this legislation that they are looking at in order to prevent states uh, from doing what Texas and, and uh, Georgia and other southern states are trying to do as far as curtailing voter rights. Yeah. And so I, I guess that would be the preferred outcome is that some the federal government actually does something. But what would get you guys to come back? I, I don't think that this the, this governor is going to drop this. It seems like he's adding more things to the call to try to entice you guys to come back or to change. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. The things that he's uh, talking about in the press, the things he's he's pushing, putting on the call are things that he he didn't support in the past. Uh, things that could have could have passed in a regular session, the 13th check, teachers pay raise, foster uh, program, fought more money in the foster care program. If he if he had a real interest that he all of a sudden had an epiphany, these are important issues now. Uh, they could have been uh, emergency items in the 140 days of the bit, but they're not things. Uh, the House passed the 13th check. The House passed a Article 10 budget fully funding the legislature. He's the one vetoed this. He created a monster that he does not know how to control anymore. He's totally out of control of this. And all he can do is pontificate, gonna arrest us. We're trembling in our boots. We really are. Because, uh, I mean, this is ridiculous. Who is gonna get arrested? Slavery ended in 1865, I think, or thereabouts. So we all have a right. I, if I want to leave and go to my office or leave and go not go to the state legislature, the only people I have to answer to are my constituents. If they think that I did something wrong, don't reelect me again. But you sitting there in Austin can't dictate when I'm gonna put away my plans for vacation, put away this because you created a problem because you vetoed the uh, uh, budget for the legislation and said, we have to come back at your command and redo a budget? No, sir, it doesn't work that way. Right, and and so my last question, because I know you have to go, is um, you guys, I guess, expect to stay there until August 6th, unless something else happens. Is there anything that could happen that could kill that bill sooner so that you don't have to stay uh, until August? Is there a lawsuit? Well, you know, it's not that we would be in Washington, D.C. to August. Uh, we, we intend to do what is necessary to not allow the bill to pass. Now, I mean, of course, the, the, uh, the legislature may sign a die. I mean, we're not the only ones you know, having to be on call or, you know, away from our normal way of life. Those, those 83 Republicans are in the same situation. They can they can't leave past 20 minutes from the Capitol. How long are you going to put up with that? I mean, it's it, 
it's a it's a problem that Abbott created and it's a problem that Abbott has lost control of. And all he can do is pontificate about what he's gonna do, who he's gonna arrest. I mean, we're we're really not none of us are really concerned about that. We have no concern about that. We're we don't want a forum to be made so we don't go back so that they can't drag us in there. But the rest of us know that's not gonna happen. Right. Anything else, Jessica? No, well, again, thank you so much. And, um, you know, when, when news broke about the, the quorum break, we were all uh, very excited. Have you had a chance to talk with any of your constituents about, about this? Um, via text, mostly, uh, Facebook comments and things like that. And what I try to tell them, the members, the people who are criticizing us or criticizing for what we're doing did not vote for us, you know. For, I would say up to 90% of those that are, are are making disparaging remarks did not vote and never would vote for a Democrat. Because to do that, you're saying, okay, I support voter suppression. I support cutting their access to the ballot. I support uh, people not being able to exercise their most precious right when they are able to 24 hours a day or seven days a week or whatever time that community feels is appropriate. If you support that, you don't need to vote for me. If that's the if that's the types of policies you want, you know, you need to vote for another candidate to represent you. So these members understand that what they're doing are representing the interests of the people who sent them here, sent them to office, and put them in office. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Good luck out there, and and keep us uh, in the loop. Okay. All right. Yeah. Have All a right. great day. Thank All you. Right. Bye bye. Well, so that was interesting, um, you know, to hear, and and we hope that, of course, that the federal legislators are listening. It seems like we have a national platform again here, um, and I don't think that Abbott is has any control. It seems like he is, like my father said, completely out of control. Uh, everything he does doesn't seem normally like what Republicans do: well thought out, planned, orchestrated. It seems very sort of off off the cuff and, and reactionary um well no and, and to your father's point he also was bringing up legislation that had passed in in the house and then they they sort of let it let it lapse um you know this is also the same person people were asking for to enter our power grid was that was like the number one item uh, did that happen no um so this is uh you know we, i'm in dallas this cpac just occurred a few days ago um there wasn't even, he didn't even make, you know, a conciliatory 1%. So, you know, right. Yeah. In the straw poll uh, for yeah. who would be next president, we had, there were other Texans, uh, at least Ted Cruz was, was on there. And there was another Southern governor, but it was uh, Ron DeSantis. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And I believe, uh, so at CPAC, the, the presidential straw poll had uh, Trump at 71 and then DeSantis <laughs> at 20 or something. And then everyone else was sort of at yeah. that one. So it's, it's clear they are, they're playing for second place, right? The best anybody can do in the GOP right now is be second place to Trump. And so that is, again, the crux of this entire reason Democrats had to break quorum is because Trump is pushing the big lie that he won the election. Uh, Republicans and Greg Abbott are are just being, uh, you know, uh, following along with that narrative. And that's what this is all about. And it looks like they've lost complete control of the narrative, which is good for us. Uh, but it seems to be causing a lot of acute pain uh, at the moment. So 
And, you know, in addition to the voter suppression bill that is, you know, currently in limbo, uh, this quorum break has also stopped a, a number of other of those sort of culture war bills that Abbott, you know, has fervently tried to bring back the tra transgender sports ban, another abortion ban, this one on medication mm -hmm. abortion. The critical um, race theory. Yeah, critical race theory. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Again, just no, no school ever teaches that, but, you know, we can't yeah. do enough. I, I think we should, I think every time remind folks that that's not, it's not a real issue, but, um, but yeah, I agree that they're stopping a lot of really bad stuff. Um, and, uh, we're starting to raise money, uh, off of it too. And, uh, folks out there helping the Democrats raise money. It's just kind of coming from everywhere. Um, not quite as organized a situation as Republicans, but we never are. And in some case in the chaos is where you can actually have debate and discussion. And that's a, a hallmark of the Democrats, which is, you know, can be a double-edged sword for us sometimes, but, um, well, I think it's great that your, your thought, you know, he's that they're meeting with senators Booker and Schumer. Um, I know some other representatives, I think we're also meeting with, um, Senator Padilla out of California and Gillibrand out of New York. And I mean, these are the colleagues of the people that we really need mm -hmm. to really just Joe Manchin and, and Kirsten Cinema. Um, and uh, so that's, you know, I kind of, I, I, I don't know, we, we didn't get a chance to sort of figure out the logistics, but I hope at least some of the Democrats maybe rent out a boat because I think that's where Joe Manchin stays when he's in DC. So maybe they can just like park there. <laughs> you know, it's actually not a bad idea off the coast of Texas either. They could go off the coast of Galveston two miles oh, and be in international good. waters. <laughs> that's and, I didn't and, even think about that. That's, and, true. that's true. Yeah, I'm sure we they have some friends in Houston that have some nice boats down in Kima or something like that that could all hop on. Uh, maybe some of our friends who didn't show up uh, for the quorum uh, in South Texas might have a nice boat that they can head off of uh, Port Aransas or something like that for a few days. Uh, because, you know, like he said, I mean, DC is expensive. So to think oh, right. that that these guys, these guys aren't there vacationing, they're out there working. And it's clear from what he said that they're meeting. And we could see during the interview, uh, several other state representatives from Texas in the background, just walking around on the phone, you know, clearly like very busy, um, you know, making things happen and trying to, you know, set up meetings while we have this moment uh, to really draw the attention to this. And so after, you know, this week or so, they probably will have to make their way back to Texas or someplace closer to Texas. And, and hopefully, you know, I, I think it'd be okay. These are obviously all privileged individuals for different reasons, but I wouldn't mind the tape of seeing a few of them arrested and being brought back to Texas just because, or back to the Capitol, because I think that would send some very that would send you know some shock waves through i think older americans who remember uh, a different time in a different generation when that happened to people of color uh who were simply fighting for their right to vote and i think it might take something like that because the, the civil rights era in civil rights act didn't pass until those images of black and brown people being attacked by dogs arrested and beaten by the police uh were shown on tv and, mm -hmm. and we don't have to get that extreme with it, but I think that it will be a, a reminder to some folks about how, um, how fragile our, our rights really are in this country. Yeah, I certainly, I, I can think of a, a handful of representatives who, uh, you know, they will welcome that, yeah. uh, you know, the-, the I dare office. you, right? I dare, yeah, I dare you to do that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is, uh, has been an, ex you know, a very extraordinary, I think 24 hours 
Um, and I think we're, we're, we already are seeing so many, I know your, your dad was uh, on Fox news and has been, you know, talking to a number of the other national outlets. And so this is kind of, and, you know, I start my day listening to a flash briefing from NPR and it was a top story. So this is, I think Mm -hmm. truly, uh, all eyes are on Texas. We always like to say that they always are, but I think uh, in this case, it actually really is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the eyes of America are on Texas. Um, but yeah, well, thank you, uh, Jessica, for uh, hopping on. I mean, obviously, it's a very dynamic situation. So I uh, appreciate you being available to, to, you know, in the middle of the day to hop on and talk to um, one of the reps. And we'll just uh, thanks, folks, for following along and keeping in touch. You know that we will do everything we can to bring you all the breaking news and the inside story of what's happening with the Democrats um, in their latest corn break to kill the GOP's voter suppression. Um, But with that, just everybody stay tuned and we will uh, talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye.